The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. This program is intended for educational purposes. You're listening to Aap sun rahe hain Radio Azim Premji University It's a math 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 world with Divakaran and Shraddha. Episode 1 Babylon Hello and welcome to It's a math 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 world. A podcast where we look at the evolution of math from a cultural and historical point of view. My name is Shraddha and my role in this podcast is that of a very average student to a very erudite math professor at Azim Premji University please welcome professor divakaran hello hello it would be my pleasure to help you through this journey we're going to start from the start and we're going to look at how math in different civilizations was so magically same yet different and today we're going to start with babylon this is exciting Uh let's begin. This is roughly in 1600 BC which is like 3500 years from now at least. And I'm going to believe you because I wouldn't know 1000 BC how many years ago that is. <laughs> so if you're wrong, I'm not correcting you. <laughs> yeah, it's like you 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 have to just add 2000 to <laughs> 2023 and 1600 and whatever you get, which is okay. some 3623 if I want to be precise. Precise, okay. It's long ago, right? right. This is really long ago. It's uh of course people from the uh, from the dawn of humanity people have been uh trying to figure out the concept of a number right like from the time we were cavemen we have been using numbers at this rudimentary level right. and in fact there is there is enough evidence to suggest that yes cavemen were using these ideas because we have bones with carvings on it and things like right. that clearly they were counting they were doing some kind of some form of counting of course the way we count now has changed back then we would only say 1 2 3 and yes. now we will say by 3 get one free <laughs> the math has changed <laughs> yeah right so numbers yeah we've always counted so we have always counted and in babylon there was a drastic shift from this rudimentary way of counting to something much deeper right and this much deeper way of doing maths or doing or representing numbers is what in current day language we call a place value system right Uh, a place value system is something that we are all familiar even if you don't know the Once name place place tens place hundreds place yes, right exactly. yeah i remember writing h t o doing addition <laughs> and subtraction <laughs> always got yelled at for not leaving that space to write the carry over correct ah memories <laughs> so this is is called place value system because depending on where a number or where a symbol occurs it has different meanings mm. right like 3 43 in 3 43 the first 3 represents 300 and right. the second 3 represents 3 3 so the meaning of the symbol depends on the place it occurs so that's why the first 3 is in the hundreds place so it's 300 and the second 3 is in the ones place so it's just 3 right so if you notice what is happening is here we are using both addition and multiplication 
two represent numbers. It's a combination of addition and multiplication. Right. Uh, so we are doing three into hundred plus four into ten right. plus three. That's what we are doing. So right. there is a mixture of addition and multiplication that is being used to represent numbers. This system is what we nowadays call as place value system. I have never even thought of it as a system, really, because that's the only way I know it. Right? <laughs> three hundred and forty-three. A system and how, wow, it's actually quite magical that the same number can represent a completely different thing just by virtue of its position. But now I appreciate it a little more. So you might have seen another system as well, which we typically use, especially when we write, say, Henry the Sixth or some, something yes. like that. So there we don't write uh, six and then th uh, on top of it. We write Henry VI. Yes, because Henry the first believed that names should be alphanumeric, like passwords. I am also guilty there, to be honest, because I also, like, my name is Divakaran. My father's name is Divakaran. My grandfather's name is Divakaran. From now on, we will address you as Professor Divakaran III. So we are in Babylon, looking at the Roman number system, immortalized in the names of kings such as Henry the Sixth. So here, when you when you write Henry the Sixth, you just write V and I to right. denote six. Right. And many of you might be familiar that this is the Roman way of representing numbers. Like one was denoted by I, uh, five was denoted by V, ten was denoted by an X, fifty was denoted by an L. 100 was represented by a C and so on. And now that you mentioned it, I remember how in our question papers, there was this weird numbering system where they would say, question number one in Roman, mm -hmm. answer the following. And the following would be in one, two, three, four, five. Correct. <laughs> right? And he'd be like, that's the main thing. So write it in Roman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So this, this like sometimes we use this mixture of these different ways of numbering. Right, in right. And in fact, in question papers, you also sometimes use alphabets to do the numbering. Yes. Right. right. So it's so these are different ways of numbering in some sense. So this actually helps us realize something deeper about numbering. Numbering is nothing but a form of uh, correspondence between two different. Collections. Collections, right? right. So, like A is one, B is two. We are, so there is a, we know that A is the first alphabet, B right. is the second alphabet, C is the third alphabet, and so on. Right. So, counting is nothing but, in some sense, some form of labeling in. But beyond 11 and 12, I'm guessing the Roman number system was really, really inefficient. Because who remembers it beyond 12? So, the reason why Roman numbers, Roman numerals are not used so often is because uh, it's very difficult to do arithmetic using Roman numerals. Hmm. Like addition was still okay, but it's really difficult to say multiply L, X, V, I and C, uh, C, L, V, I, I. These are numbers. These are both numbers. Okay. And <laughs> of course, this is very difficult to even understand what these numbers represent and multiplying them is much harder. So I'm guessing it flopped really soon or died Soon. It didn't die so soon as we ex we would have expected it to mm -hmm. uh, flop. It it took humanity many many years to come up with a better, more sophisticated way of representing numbers. We were really slow then, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> so Babylonians were the first people to have come up with a place value system. Numbers were represented using 
a combination of addition and multiplication by powers of fixed number so usually in the place value system that we are used to we are using powers of 10 right right 1 can be thought of as 10 power 0 0 uh 10 can be thought of as 10 power 1 and 100 can be thought of 10 power 2 which means that if someone in babylon had chosen not 10 but say 9 or 7 or 6 big numbers the way we know it would have been completely different exactly so if suppose you had chosen uh 9 as your base this is called a base of the place value system then 3 4 3 would mean 3 into 9 square plus 4 into 9 plus 1 into 9 wow and babylonians did not use 10 so what this really means is let us say there are 20 mangoes i know it's 20 because i'm counting in base 10 but he was counting in base 9 i would say i have two two mangoes what does that mean i have 2 into 9 plus two mangoes which I is have two two get... mangoes but if you are an indian uh, that's how you say two in base 10 i have two two mangoes <laughs> <laughs> so there is a famous joke on this line uh-huh. so um you might have seen t-shirts with this hmm. there are 10 people hmm. uh there are 10 types of people hmm. those who understand binary and those who do not understand binary because in binary 10 stands for 2 that's a t-shirt the listeners of this podcast will understand Why did the Babylonians really choose sixty as their base? That is actually people have been trying to answer this question for a long time, and there are different theories. But we don't know which of these theories are correct. I can uh, discuss the various theory, various possibilities that right. might have led to this choice. Right. One choice is that uh, the more number of divisors the base has, the better it is. Let's try to understand this clearly. Right. notice that i can represent 1 by 2 and 1 by 5 very precisely in base step right? right 1 by 2 is 0.5 correct and 1 by 5 is 0.2 but on the other hand if you look at 1 by 3 for instance it's very difficult to represent this number in decimal right in base 10 right it should be it will be equal to 0.33333 and it does not end, end. So what is so special about 2 and 5? The thing special about 2 and 5 are is that they are both divisors of the number 10. 10. And that is why you are able to represent this manner. Right. Right? So what am I doing when I'm saying that 1 by 5 is 0.2? I am saying that 1 by 5 is equal to 2 into 10 power minus 1. 1. In other words, it is 2 by 10. Right. Right? So this I can do only if 2 is a divisor of 10. 10. otherwise this is a problem, problem for me right. so the more divisors the base has the better it is for me right. to express see these kind of numbers and typically you would like to express at least 1 by 4 and 1 by 1 uh, by uh, like at least some numbers 1 by 2 1 by 3 1 by 4 and so on and 60 has that has 2 has 3 has 4 has 5 has 6 oh has 10 Wow yeah yeah So yeah. that is the reason why a number with many divisors is a good choice Right So then you might ask okay then why did you choose 
humans have 10 fingers. 10 fingers. I was just, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So it's, that is more related to biology and not really, a, the reason for, ch- the, the choice of 10 is not coming from a mathematical reason, but it's really coming from a biological uh, reason. Right. Uh, but 60 on the other hand, also has other like astronomical reason, for instance. So the earth goes around the sun in 365 days. It's hmm. actually not 365, but very close to 365 days. Hmm. In earlier days, it was common to actually approximate it by even more crudely and say that it takes roughly 360 days to go around the sun. And this orbit can be thought of as a circle roughly. Now, it's interesting to notice if you divide the circle into six equal parts, then the length of the cord that connects those circles two adjacent points, points has the same length as the radius oh so 60 degrees which is 1/6 of the subtends a cord that is the same as the radius of the circle same as the radius of the circle okay so this somehow this 1/6 of a circle whatever angle that subtends that was important in astron- for astronomical yeah, because reasons. that will be an equilateral triangle that will right? be an equilateral right. triangle right right so that is why 60 became important because 360 uh, 360 by 6 is 60 so 60 became important from an astronomical perspective wow yeah. and this is why if you notice many of this uh, many of our like say time is 60 there are 60 seconds in right, a minute right exactly there are 60 minutes in an right. hour and so on it's, it's amazing because you will you think of math as an exact science mm-hmm. but it has been more useful in being approximate absolutely in right. fact even today i would say that in many times what is important is to have a sense of things right, right. Uh, often i i tell people even if you don't know the exact multiple of two numbers you should say roughly what the size of it is right does this answer make you should think does this answer make a logical sense right should your answer be less than 1 or greater than 1 should your answer be less than 100 or greater than 100 at least this level of understanding you should have we will have that if math teachers can correct our answer sheets with this understanding <laughs> it's not exact but she has a sense it had to be 347 but she has written 344 we will give her full marks anyways <laughs> they don't check our math sheets like that which is why yes but see this is wow this is amazing and i'm so glad that you agree that the beauty is not in exactness but in having the right sense correct. of things So, like there these are all different aspects of mathematics and i, I think estimation approximations these are deep and central aspects of mathematics right suppose you have a you own a single screen theater hmm. right you own a single screen theater and you have like the ticket price is given to you right. and you also have a parking lot hmm. okay uh, the parking lot has this many um, Uh, this many slots for uh, four wheelers this many slots for uh, two wheelers estimate the amount of money that you can make in a month is it a shahrukh khan film <laughs> <laughs> so you have to that's where you have to make assumptions right right of course not every film will be a shahrukh khan film right. there will be flops there will be big hits so you have to estimate So you have to make assumptions. So the answer that you will come up with will not be an exact number like three uh, forty-seven, but something in a ballpark figure. Is it in the hundreds? Is it in the thousands? Is it in the ten thousands? Is it in lakhs? That's the kind of thing that we want to understand. And that's the kind of thing that's driving economies today. Exactly. There are areas of maths where you need to do exact stuff. Absolutely. And maybe the maybe the way to go forward is to have a good mixture of the different. flavors of maths right? right like right 
in, in we all know that in probability we are not talking about exactness right? right so there are different areas of maths they all have different flavors it's very possible that the same person might not like one particular aspect of math but might like another aspect of math I think the love for statistics is a different kind of love for math exactly but the uh, love for rocket science is a different kind of math absolutely right it's like there are there are genres within films just right. like genres right. within films there are genres within this maths. is so cool to know <laughs> yeah what genre of math do you like <laughs> Coming up on the other side of the break. That is where the real brilliance of Babylonians come. They did not use 60 symbols. Okay. They actually had just two symbols. It was just us who said, hey, let there be nothing also in the scheme of things. <laughs> Raga and Nation there is the music and there's the country the music is a cultural composite it has ideas from all across the breadth and width of india the people of india they are from very very diverse backgrounds we have a plethora of religious beliefs there are any number of languages and cultures we all have our unique ways of experiencing life and music forms a very big part of these lives the wonder that is india through the beauty that's music welcome to raga nation the raga nation with raghavan manian coming soon only on radio azim premji university Babylonians decided that they have they want to take the powers of 68 but now there is a there is a hurdle in their path what's the hurdle in the path if suppose you want to use 60 as the base then you need 60 symbols right remember that because we are using uh, powers of 10 we are using 10 symbols namely 0 1 2 3 etc up to 9 But But did they know of zero then? They did not know of zero. So they started with just one. They started with one and they had to go up to 60. right if suppose i if suppose they were using base 10 hmm. they should have used 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 hmm. they would need 10 symbols and just to reiterate this when hmm. we are talking symbols we are actually meaning the shape of one the shape of two the shape of three the shape of four the shape of five the shape of six the shape of seven shape of nine shape of 10 that's what we know now and we don't need to know any more shapes exactly but the babylonian system using base 60 had to have 60 shapes to define numbers from 1 to 60 i don't know who loved math in the <laughs> babylonian age when we cannot find ourselves to love 10 shapes of math this is amazing but there were people who actually learned 60 shapes so that is where the real brilliance of babylonians come hmm. uh, they did not use 60 symbols hmm. okay what they did was they were very innovative hmm. in the in the use of these 60 symbols hmm. they actually had just two symbols they used these two symbols to construct all 60 symbols what did these two symbols represent 1 and 10 oh the, the two individual symbols represented 1 and 10 and, 
and these two symbols were used to construct the remaining, remaining numbers got it got so it so that's what they were they were doing right so if they had to write 60 they would write 10 six times probably exactly okay exactly like the 1 2 3 4 etc were just dashes like i i i i so four would be just i i i i Oh. So the symbol for four is something simple, but they wanted it to be one symbol, so they connected it in some fashion. Ah, okay. So the symbols for one to ten, hmm. one to nine, were all constructed using one thing. Right. Then there was a special symbol for ten as well. So and every other number were constructed using the symbols for ten and one. Oh, then these must be very long symbols. I'm guessing they were big symbols. Yeah. So this is often the trade-off. you can either have a very short collection of symbols if the sim- symbols are simple then you need many of them right but if you want few of them then the simple uh, symbols have to be complicated and the trade off is something that we see in languages as well right germans don't mind length but they don't like complexity right babylonians had a very similar philosophy they mm. said it's okay it's okay if the symbols are big and long or, or we don't care about it they are simple and right. uh that's good enough for us and anyway in those days not everybody used these numbers for calculation there were people who were specialized in the task and only they did these calculations oh, so they were able to do calculations even with this very cumbersome system of representing quantities they actually had algorithms to do addition and multiplications which were quite similar to the algorithms that we use today one issue was that as we had mentioned earlier they uh, they don't they did not have zero with them hmm. so this created some complications for them hmm. say for example how would you represent say 404 if you did not have zero would they write 400 and then write a plus sign and then write 4 would that be how they would do it that would have been a smart way to do but that again is a little problematic because then then you are not representing the number as a single numeral but as a sum of two numerals hmm. and often you want to write it as a single numeral and this is something we would like to but if you're going to do that without a zero there's going to be a lot of ambiguity this led to a lot of ambiguity but they said okay fine let there be some ambiguity hmm. from the context you should be able to figure out the meaning right as i said there should be a sense, sense of sense of where you're going the, yeah roughly and roughly how the be. value should be right, so right. for example they will write 44 instead of writing 404 so based on the context you decide if i'm talking about the number of dogs in my house or the population of our village exactly the context becomes very very important here exactly so for example 44 can be confused with 44 440 and 404 right right so now you have to guess what is this thing or maybe 4004 also right or maybe 40004 also right right we don't know and we have to really understand what this is so often because they did not deal with as large numbers as what we deal with currently it was easy enough to understand from the context what they stood for uh but still there were and sometimes they they used this to their advantage also sometimes they uh, wrote 44 to mean 0.44 yeah especially when they're talking about how much money you owe me exactly it's not 44 it's 0.44 man <laughs> get the context <laughs> <laughs> so this they used the ambiguity to so some again coming back to the point that you were raising earlier often ma- mathematics is about precision right uh, but here again is an instance where ambiguity was utilized to the full power by the hr and payroll of babylon i accepted the offer letter thinking it's 44 lakhs but no it was only 44 rupees per annum 
when did the Babylonians finally touch base with 10 as the base for their number system? No, they never switched to 10. Ah. The reason why we have 10 as the base which is popular throughout the world is because the people who invented zero Indians used base 10. So that's part of the reason why now throughout the world we use 10 as the base. We were the biggest influencers. <laughs> zero came at the very end. Yes. Literally changed the way world spoke to each other, did business with each other or kept record of things. Everything. Everything. Just changed with that one decision. Probably when I say 15, you see it in your mind, mind. as one five. Five. Right? You cannot. So we have in our mind, in our culture, we have identified the number and the numeral so much. Right. Right. We cannot distinguish between the number and the numeral. But these are two different ideas and but now we cannot even imagine a world without these numerals right so that is how much the numerals have influenced our life so in that sense i would say that the discovery of the place value system and later the discovery of zero was really some of the greatest inventions of humanity like at the same level as say maybe the wheel or fire or something the like toothbrush. that my goodness. <laughs> but to get the entire world to agree on this one thing in the time that it was when zero uh, uh, actually was shaped up, uh, how did you think, how much time, how much effort? I, I cannot get my head around the fact that everyone just agreed. It took centuries to have this transition. So the Babylonians came up with the place value system in 1600 BC, roughly that period. Hmm. The Indians discovered zero and hmm. the place value system much later in 680. Oh, wow. So it took that much, that many years to come up with the notion of zero. And the interesting thing is, this is again something that I find very fascinating. The place value system was independently discovered by four cultures. And so the Babylonian system, Indians and? Babylonians, Indians, Chinese and the Mayans. So we all had our own place value systems. Exactly. And different bases probably. Different bases, completely independent discoveries. Wow. So at least four cultures, at least four cultures, there might be more, but at least four cultures independently came up with the place value system. But again, it's not still a lot considering how many civilizations, how many cultures there, have been there in the world. Right. Four is not too many. So that shows how difficult, even though it now seems so natural to us, it's clear to us how difficult this notion is, right? Right. More importantly, the notion of a zero was discovered only once in the history of humanity. Zero as a concept, zero as a number. Unlike place value system, where there were at least four different civilizations that sort of said, hey, this is one way. Zero, it was just us. It was just us. It was just us who said, hey, let there be nothing also in the scheme of things before you get to something, many things. Let's start with nothing. That's amazing. So sometimes jokingly people say that India's contribution to the world is zero. Zero. Which means, which they're trying to say that we did not contribute anything. Anything. Uh, but I hope that people understand the importance of our contribution. Even if zero was the only contribution, it's still a major it's contribution. It's massive. It's all the identity crisis among numbers greater than 10, 44, 440, 4,000, 4,40,444 had their own identity thanks to zero. Make sure you check out the show notes where we share the show resources and acknowledgements. And don't forget to subscribe or like our channel for future episodes.
On the next episode so representing large numbers without zero was so confusing until india said zero just put a zero there <laughs> isn't it can somebody invent that zero that says all religions are saying the same thing it's the same thing wow so zero did that to numbers yes what nobody has been able to do for religion zero. You're listening to. Radio, 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 Radio Azim Premji University.